Well, hey there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Grounded in the Middle. I'm your host, Danielle Folk, and today I am joined on the virtual front porch of our 1837 farmhouse with two special guests. We have Jamie Kunkel and Amy Doyle, the best friends, but also owners and founders of Charm at the Farm. And before we get started, for listeners that may be new here, I want to share with you that Grounded in the Middle is about um, finding your, um, you know, your absolute joy, your you know, finding how to live your best life. And within that is sometimes stepping in to new adventures. And sometimes that means becoming an entrepreneur. Um, For others, it may mean moving into an old home. Um, But together, we just, we've, we find common ground in the middle. And so today we're going to learn about Charm at the Farm. And if you're not familiar with Charm at the Farm, it's an open air shopping vintage market, and it's located on 56 acres of farmland in Lebanon, Ohio. And that's just north of Cincinnati. Um, But this is a market that is one that features artisans, and it's a weekend event of just everything rustic and clothing and all. And so we're going to get into that. So thank you so much, Jamie and Amy, for joining on the podcast today. It's wonderful to have you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're glad to be here. So who would like to kind of begin about uh, how did you guys meet as friends? Where does your story begin before we get into how Charm at the Farm came to be? Let's see, how old are our girls? They're, so a little like 13 years ago ish. <laughs> so yeah, we met technically at our the church we were both going to. They had just moved to Cincinnati, the Cincinnati area, and um kind of they were getting family photos. And so a mutual friend kind of introduced us. And so that's initially how we met. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, it's always, I can appreciate finding a new friend um, at church because that's what happened to us um, out here. And I think that is such a neat thing, but how how did you guys ever come up or who came up with this idea of hosting this open-aired market? And this isn't a small market. This is really large. So um, I'm from Phoenix originally, and so there is a market that got started in the backyard um, in Phoenix that I have always wanted to go to, and it kind of inspired me because obviously they outgrew that in in like a hot minute, and now they're in this huge facility in Scottsdale, but I started thinking, I love going to markets, so I started thinking, wow, we have all this land, that could be kind of cool. And we're getting ready to go into our seventh season. So the time has flown. But at that time, there really wasn't a ton of anything like that at all. And so um, I remember Jane and I talking in the parking lot of our kids' school. And I just kind of threw this idea out to her because I knew if this was going to be something that could work well, you have to have the right people around you to be able to balance like what am I good at? What am I not good at? Who's going to take over and, and be able to do that? So Jamie is fantastic in all the ways that I'm not. And so I knew that if she was on board, we could make this really cool. So I still remember it was in the parking lot. It was after school. And I'm like, do you think this idea is crazy? <laughs> and she looks at me and like, no, actually I don't. And I was like, okay, then let's work on this. So 
I mean, it, it was, it just stemmed from being a city girl living on a farm, loving to go to markets and then having the right, um, not only our husbands, but the right people around us to be able to make it work. So do, do either of you have a background of business or marketing? What did you, what did you both do before you had charm at the farm? My, my background, my major was biology, which I did nothing with that, but I worked in the corporate world at university of Phoenix for 12 years. So nothing in regards to marketing or really business entrepreneurship on my own at all. Yeah. And I, I was a stay at home mom at the time, but I've always, I don't know where it came from just inside, but, um, I guess from God above, but he has always just put something in me mm -hmm. to like, just do something creative. And so I've always, I've done so many random businesses. <laughs> um, I can relate to that. <laughs> I just like having that creative outlet. And um, so, yeah, it kind of worked out just being able to start something from scratch and I mean, we literally did just like build this chatting at the playground. I mean, I remember like applying for our website name and like all this stuff with like sitting on the floor with our babies crawling around and stuff. So um, it's just been one of those like figure it out as you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that's important for listeners to hear as well, because so many times we think that we didn't go to school for it. So therefore we cannot step into it. And that's a real big focus here on the podcast is being encouraged by others who have taken the risk, who have gone outside of their comfort zones. They've been brave. Um, knowing that there's going to be mistakes made or lessons learned, but from there, you just get even better. So when in your very first year of Charm at the Farm, before we jump into what it looks like now, was it the size in the first year that it is now? What did it look like? So we started our first market with just 60 vendors and then the next one we went to 90 and then then the third one we went to the number that it is now which is like 110. Wow uh, it's incredible you say just 60 but 60 is a lot of a lot to um, coordinate because everything is under um, tents and there's so much so much that you have there. Um, before we talk about um, what it looks like today it's kind of neat, the history of it. Those who have been listening for a while know I just love anything that's historical. And I just recently shared about our house's history and how there's rumors of certain things. Um, and it's always entertaining, but kind of fun to hear. But um, the property that uh, you guys set up on, which is yours, Amy, is it? Mm -hmm. um, it? It has kind of a neat history or rumor of um, there at Charm at the Farm. Yes. So we know for sure that the prior owners raised Clydesdales. And so we have also heard that they were award-winning Clydesdales. Now, whether they are Budweiser Clydesdales, let's say it's more fun. Um, <laughs> right. But, you know, there are definitely parts in the barn that, you know, you can see in the stables where they had their names and, you know, where 
um, it was definitely utilized as a horse barn. And then what's funny is they ended up moving to Florida because they couldn't handle the winter. In Ohio. Okay. Well, well, and as, as we record that today, it's very hot and sweltering. Yes. So very yes. Florida like. Yes, actually today you're right. It's exactly like Florida. Um, but yeah, so there's still some cool components in the barn. Like we utilize the barn, uh, these barn doors where we have like our, basically our photo op for charm that each market we, you know, decorate it, but those are old barn doors. And then there's on the other side of the barn are some old barn doors as well. Inside there's some cool pieces as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, who knows? They definitely raised Clydesdales and they, I know for sure they were award-winning. Well, so neat. Know. Yeah. So when you're there at Charm at the Farm, you're walking, you know, among history. So yes. regardless of Budweiser or not, um, Clyde sales, they were award winning. So I just yeah. think that's really neat because it, it adds to the atmosphere and those barn doors that you mentioned, they are, that's kind of like the thing that you see on social media, everyone mm -hmm. taking advantage of that beautiful spot. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's talk about your upcoming event. This occurs three times a year. Can you share with listeners? about what's gonna what are visitors or attendees gonna see here in August yeah so we'll have like Amy said over a hundred vendors and um, each market there's always a few new vendors that you haven't seen and um, we like to pride ourselves in bringing unique vendors that you're not going to find um, at many other markets around here. So um, it's really fun to like see vendors coming from like really far away to come to Charm at the Farm and set up and um, do really well. And it's it's just fun to, to be a part of that. But yeah, you'll find over a hundred vendors, you'll find food trucks. Um, it's just a fun atmosphere to, to be at. So when you talk about vendors who are coming far away, are there any that come to mind, like location-wise, where they come from, like where they're traveling? Yeah, off the top of my head, probably the farthest for August is like North Carolina, South Carolina. Um, we have some from Tennessee, um, Pennsylvania, Michigan. But yeah, we're kind of, we're starting to spread out, not just so like Midwest clustered, but kind of spreading out, which is good. So Another thing that's cool is um, when you reach out via social media, usually to new vendors, it's fun when they've heard of us and maybe they're a larger vendor or a vendor that's farther away. It's fun when they're like, oh yeah, we want to be able to work this out. We want to be able to come to Charm one day, you know? So that always makes us feel good because, you know, it's one thing when you can get the vendors kind of close to you, but it's another thing when, when the word has spread that this is a market that's worth it for vendors to come to. And then to make that, you know, kind of uh, travel down to Lebanon, Ohio is always a cool thing. So that always yeah. makes me smile when vendors have heard of yeah. us and they come. Yeah. Word, and word of mouth, that's like the biggest, that is the biggest thank you that you can get from those who have attended and sh and shared. And mm -hmm. I think that's incredible that you have so many people that come out of the South up to Ohio, because there's plenty, I'm sure of markets and events that they go to, but to come to Ohio and, and to be there at yours, you're right. It definitely has an amazing feel when you show up to your market. 
because it's just this amazing group of, it's just diverse people who are there. Um, can we talk a little bit about um, what are some of the vendors, uh, maybe some of maybe your favorites or the ones that first come to mind of things that people can expect to see? Let's see, in August, they will already be bringing fall. So um, they'll still have, like we'll have lots of plants, we'll have clothing, we'll have vintage, but they'll, they will already start at the home decor with fall stuff, which is kind of fun. It's, you know, it, it kind of segues you into getting ready for a little cooler weather and decorating for fall. Um, I'm trying to think of some, some of the vendors that, what's nice now is that we have a lot of new vendors that come, but then we still have some of our old faithful ones that have been with us from the beginning. But what's cool is that each market vendors will be bringing different things. So even if you saw this vendor in June, they'll have totally different stuff than what they brought in June. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's worth it to come, even if some of the vendors, oh, that vendor I saw in June, well, they're going to have totally different stuff because it's August. And then October, they're already thinking Christmas, which is crazy, but that's what they're selling and that's what people are buying. And so that's what you do. <laughs> yep. Right. So you're not ever really, you can attend all three times during the yes. year and yeah, see all different things. So it's cool. But yeah, we'll have, we've got a lot of new vendors coming, which Jamie and I always get excited about. And then we've got some um, ones that were here last year, but weren't here in June that are coming back in August. And then we've still got some that were here in June. But again, like I said, they'll be bringing totally different stuff. So something else that makes, makes your business unique is that you like to partner with a charity and and I think that's really unique um and I think it's also I think it was a very thoughtful thing to do can you can either of you share more about why that is important to give back to a particular charity and how you choose them because I'm sure there's many that you would love to give back to and support yeah, we just try to find charities that kind of align with um, what we're passionate about and just what makes sense with the the charm business as a whole, too. Um, and yeah, this year we have decided to partner with Maddie's House. Um, they are based out of Cincinnati and just really help with those that are dealing with mental illness and addictions. Um, and so I just, I don't know, we felt like it's such a huge thing right now. Like, I'm sure it's been a thing for a while, but like, I just feel like we're hearing more and more about it, uh, just like mental illness and, um, how people struggle with it and, um, what it can do to you and your family. Um, and just what Maddie's house is doing to help these people get back on their feet and um, just get well is something that just spoke to us. And so we're just really happy to partner with them this year. Yeah, I saw an interview. I don't know. It might have been back in the spring when me, um, Steve Raleigh's wife, Julie. Yes. Um, she was on and she looked adorable on this segment. She was all dressed up and sharing about charm at the farm. Um, but it's, you know, to have, um, 
Steve and Julie are the ones, for those who don't know, um, they are local here to Cincinnati and uh, Steve Raleigh is on the news. Um, but wow, to be able to to give so much back in honor of their daughter and to help others, gosh, it's incredible. And she she seems so excited and she is so excited to partner with both of you and charm at the farm. I couldn't, you know, what a great partnership that is. So when you partner with a charity, is it for the entire year then, or is it just yes. for one of those months? Yeah, it's for the whole year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so a dollar for those... from every ticket sale will go back to Maddie's house this year. So Gosh. all of the ticket sales in June, August and October. Yes. Okay. Gosh, that's incredible. Oh my goodness. Well, it's great that you're making an impact, um, in that way here locally and, and it'll be neat to see when they move into their new space, um, what that's like for the women who come to them. So could you please share a little bit about, um, kind of the atmosphere of charm at the farm and VIP night? What is it? Who should come? Who should, um, not come if you're wanting to spin <laughs> I always see those signs that like your husband called and said, uh, you know, you can buy anything you want. Um, <laughs> yeah. What, what's kind of the atmosphere? Um, who do we see showing up to, to charm at the farm? So we kind of created VIP as the the time that we would want to go <laughs> because it's basically a ticket that gets you in the whole weekend, but you can start out the fun on Friday night. So, I mean, we see that being a date night for some, we see that being probably the majority is you and your girlfriends coming and shopping. You get a drink with that. So they've got their wine, they're walking around, they're enjoying the atmosphere Um, And then the nice thing again about that ticket, they always sell out. And so it's something that, you know, you've got and can use the rest of the weekend. Um, Kids, of course, are are always welcome. 13 and under are free. But um, we will have face painting on Saturday and Sunday. So if you're bringing kiddos, then that's free as well. It's always easier to bring them Saturday and Sunday and have their little cute little faces painted. Um, (laughs) Trying to think. So it's. The, the atmosphere, we always get compliments on that because it's just a cool vibe, like with the tent set up and the food trucks and just kind of being the walkability of being able to walk through and, and, and just be on the property. We always get compliments and it doesn't even matter what the weather is like. We get compliments mm-hmm. on just the vibe and the atmosphere and the ambiance of the farm. People seem well, to really like it. That's a big part of people's experience of the ease of it. And when you're shopping too, but it starts for you all like coming in off the road and into the parking lot, parking is exceptional. And (laughs) you hear the amount of people who are coming and you think parking is going to be complete chaos. It's not, you guys have people out there who have it organized. It makes it easy. They tell you where to go. There's really not a bad a spot to have to park to walk in, but it begins the experiences when you come to those two silos that are there and you check in with your digital ticket and off you go. And it is in what I love about it and what's very dangerous. And it was very smart of you ladies. Um, whoever's idea was, was to have your items get your ticket. Like you can purchase something, say it's a large, like, um, maybe a really large bench that I might have purchased. (laughs) I don't have to carry it out. There's someone who will come and pick it up. 
put it in a holding spot. And then I simply show up with my vehicle, give them my ticket for what I purchased and then off I go and they help load it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to make shopping easy. We're trying to make it easy for you as the shopper and easy for our vendors to sell lots of great stuff. So there's nothing worse than wanting to buy something and then being like, how am I going to get this to my car? Like, I don't want to lug this all the way to my car. So we make it easy. You don't have to do that. You all do is buy it and it'll be there. You can pick it up. nice, Like you said, nice and easy, drive up, have it loaded and off you go. So I think I missed out on something when I came um, the other month to charm at the farm. I did come for VIP night, but did you guys do, um, was there hair braiding that was going on? Or was that at a different time? Was she there Friday, on Friday night? night? There was hair braiding, but I can't yeah. remember if she was there Friday night or not. She was there okay. for periods of time on Saturday. So Okay, I just think hmm. that is another thing that I think is so yeah. neat. On top of like the unique vendors, like um, I picked up this gorgeous hat from, I believe it was Field and Blooms. Anyways, it's a hat bar. Um, mm-hmm. Like so cool that you can like walk through and pick out your hat and then build it. It's absolutely incredible. Um, the people that you have there. And like you said, the vibe is awesome. And it's so well organized because once you kind of can weave through uh, the different tents, then you have that nice sitting area out, um, back by the barn, uh, where you can eat some really delicious food and take a break, um, in between your shopping. I absolutely love it. I'm a big fan. If you can't tell. Yeah. Absolutely big fan. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I currently have my husband and appreciate you saying the ease of parking because that's all them. Yeah, shout out to our logistics team. (laughs) Well, I mean, it really does make a difference, though, when you're showing up to somewhere new and it seems like, you know, this is going to be a huge event, which it is, but somehow you make it feel calm and inviting and relaxing. It's not it's not chaos. Um, it might get a little packed in some of those, uh, vendor booths because everyone is flocking, um, and excited, but it's never chaotic. It's really a pleasant experience to come and shop. So, um, I, I think you guys have done a beautiful job uh, with the setup. It couldn't be any better. So before, before we go, um, would you be willing to share the dates, times, how do we, how do you purchase tickets for those who have not been to charm at the farm before? Because you guys, I believe you only do it online. Yeah. Yeah. So really all the details, dates, times, events, ticket links, everything is on our website, charmatthefarm.com. So that's probably the easiest um, place to go just to like get a recap of everything you need to know. We have a frequently asked questions page. If you're not sure, about something um but yeah the next event is coming up very soon august 18th through the 20th so um you and the tickets are out there right now vip is still available um 100 those will sell out probably more than a week before the show so if you want vip i would get on it right now Yeah. And I definitely think that is something that is certainly worth it. And to be able to come back and shop multiple times, because you're going to, you don't want to 
get stuck and wish you would have grabbed that one item. Um, Ladies, thank you so much, Jamie and Amy. Those that are listening, I hope that you will check out uh, charmatthefarm.com, but I'm going to put in the show notes of this episode, all the information that you need in order to get in touch on social media, also the website link and uh, a link to where you can directly purchase tickets for this event. If you're going to do it for the first time, you might as well just go ahead and do VIP night because it's so much fun and it's relaxed and it's just a great atmosphere. Um, Saturday and Sunday are lovely as well. Um, but Friday night's just, uh, just a little extra something special. So definitely worth, uh, purchasing those tickets. And remember when you're there, like you're there uh, walking on history and you can check out, I believe you guys have goats. Do you have goats now? We do have goats. Well, there's a, there's a mini horse, there's a a big goat and a big sheep. And then there's four Nigerian dwarf goats, two of which were babies that were born surprise in like the end of January. So they're, they're not tiny babies anymore, but they're still darling. Oh, well, great. Well, something for everyone at Charm at the Farm. Thank you so much, Amy and Jamie for hopping on the podcast today. I look forward to seeing you here in just a couple weeks. Thank you. Thanks for having us.